Welcome to the Living Intentionally Podcast. My name is Chaim Loeb. In this podcast, you will hear and learn what breeds action. Where living intentionally leads to action. You will acquire knowledge from those who are in the state of action. Yes, I said action a few times. Why? Because this is the only way to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Welcome, uh, Chaim, to uh, the Living Intentionally podcast. Um, this is actually the first recording, so I'm really excited about it. Many, many, many more to come. I'm excited to have you as my first um, interview. To be honest, I don't know what the order is going to be when I put it out um, in a month or two, but um, setting up some interviews, and I'm really excited to bring these people on to talk about their story and what um, makes them tick in a way, um, in their way of their life. Um, having people on that live with intention, uh, whether it's in um, fitness, health, business, family life, um, you know, just living with intention. I think it's so powerful. Um, and I wanted to introduce Chaim, who uh, right now lives in Brooklyn, has a family, um, definitely lives with intention with his fitness, with his health, with his um, Yiddishkeit. And Chaim, can you just share a little bit of your story, what you, what, what you feel um, helps you live with intention and live in that way? Um, I would love to hear, and I'm sure everybody else would also like to hear. Yes, first of all, thank you for uh, being, a, it's a pleasure for being your, your first. Yes. Uh, and uh, hopefully you'll go from strength to strength, and you'll be first of many, many, many. I appreciate that. Thank so, uh, um, uh, as you said, Chaim, from one Chaim to another, the Chaim. <laughs> um, so I started uh, working out when I was in seventh grade. Uh, I had a classmate that was working out. Uh, he's now a trainer. He owns a little gym himself. Uh, he, his name is Moishi, Moishi Cooperman, if I may say his name. Shout uh, out. He, I look up to him until, uh, until today. He's that, that, first, uh, uh, he, he that first inspiration, motivator. Right. And he was doing 75 push-ups, you know, in seventh grade, uh, Today, I probably would re-examine those push-ups. <laughs> what we knew then, it was great. And uh, I really took on. I took it on. And uh, I, I did push-ups. And afterwards, I got weights. And uh, and and uh, wherever I went into yeshiva, if I went away, oh, there was always a pull-up bar that came with me. Or weights. Anyway, anywhere I went. They, they, I would drive up when I was in Morristown, New Jersey, in the rabbinical college there. I would drive up. I drove up a day before Yeshiva started with a bench and weights and everything and set it up. It all had to come uh, come with me. That's like really, I mean, just hearing the preparation that goes into that, like driving up early. I mean, you you don't hear those things with people like just, you know, putting that much um, thought and preparation into something like this. Some people say, I'm traveling, I'm not bringing anything, I'm going to be in Yeshiva, I'm going to this, that. It's just like not, you know, in their kind of uh, plans to prep that much. And I feel that the, I've, I've spoken to so many people about this, but the lack of planning, the lack of intention when it comes to these things is the key to actually pulling it off. And yeah. You mentioned something there, um, you know, uh, when you were, you started this when you were younger and it's kind of come with you. And I feel like a lot of times what people um, are missing is prioritizing it from when that 
from when they're younger, right? So it's much easier, let's say, you know, when you don't have the family, when you don't have the, the wife and you don't have the responsibilities in that way. And then they go into that life and they never really had to prioritize it in that amount. Like they always had time, like, you know, so how do you feel like you were able to kind of change um, into that and, and really prioritize it in that life that you live now with the family with, I mean, that's something that I'm intrigued uh, by. And one of the big reasons why I wanted to have this conversation. Uh, so there was always times that it, you know, it was great and then it stopped on and off and on and off. But uh, there's something that I, I say um, that uh, anybody that ever has it in their system, it's in their soul. And every day that they're not working out, they're conscious of it. They know it. And they know they have to get back to it. I know this. I've seen it. I, I, I've been working out in the gym here at Crown Heights. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, somebody that, that I know in yeshiva used to work out or, or when I, oh, I met them younger working out in a local gym here. They show up, you know, with their belly and stuff. And, and I'm like, hey, welcome back. They're like, yeah, 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 I'm, that's it. I'm getting back into it and this and that. I, have to, I go, right, it was bothering you every single day that you weren't doing this, you knew it, you knew it, you never gave up. And they're like, you're right, you're like, it's there. So it's, it's part of my life. So there was even a point that I stopped for five years straight. Um, uh, that's before the, the recent comeback, where I really like came back strong. And, uh, you know, I got really busy, computer, this and that, and then I was, my day was totally occupied. And, uh, but I knew, I knew, that I have to get back, you know, it was always like tomorrow, tomorrow, next week, next week. And then I, I could talk about the process of how I actually, you know, yeah, I would love to know, down. like that's five years. I mean, um, for many people, I mean, for me, right. I'm not that old five years is a long time. You know, that's a big part of my life, but also even somebody that's older, five years is a long time of just stopping something that you've done for so many years. Um, and I'm sure, like you said, it was always in your mind. Like I've, you know, I had a lot of conversations with men about, you know, I used to be like this and I know I got to do this. And, you know, there's obviously a process of like finally getting to that point. So like you said, you could share that process. I would love to hear. Yeah. Like what, what took you out of those, that five year rut? I mean, that's an inspiration for sure. So those five years, I was kind of on a, on a mission with, with, with certain uh, projects. And once I um, achieved victory, and I started to have more time during the day, there was like no excuse anymore. Like I knew I had these hours, they were available. And um, then uh, the opportunity basically came up when they uh, crunch, decided they're going to open up in, in uh, a few blocks away. They're going to open up the gym. Right. They were advertising all day and this and that. So my wife's like, oh, you know, it's uh, time to uh, maybe, you know, get back to it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, maybe this and that. And then uh, it was 2000, I think it was 13. Uh, and, uh, and my wife and kids were planning to go to Israel for the summer. My wife's uh, from Israel, so her family. Right. And I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity. I have eight weeks now um to get into shape like i'll go back to the gym and uh, i'm gonna rock it and all that anyway i go to sign up to the gym and and i see there's there's still that still they have sheet rock still they're in middle construction i was like 
when are you opening up? They're like, oh, maybe May time. I was like, it's summer now, like <laughs> next May, you know, it's, it's July. You're telling me May? Like, so I came home a little disappointed, but I said, no, you know, I'm not going to give up. So I have to do something. I, I went online. I bought a bike, uh, which I still have. It's a pretty good shape. And I basically biked the whole summer. Like if I wasn't on the school bus, I was biking. I was eating to bike. I was sleeping to bike. Uh, I set up uh, the apartment here. I had then a 30-pound set of dumbbells and 20 and a few other random things, a pull-up bar, of course. And uh, But the main thing was biking. And uh, I, I uh, lost 25 pounds. And uh, but uh, when she came back at the Rosh Hashanah, it all went back, and that was like another year. And then again, they left for the summer. I did the same thing. The gym, meanwhile, opened up, but I, I never went there, and that was also because I already, you know, I gained weight and I wasn't feeling confident. This, I, I this, that's a lot of. A lot of people have that issue in the beginning. Right. They think that everybody's looking at them. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody. You're not that important. <laughs> and, uh, but I was paying membership. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife one day tells me, you know, Chaim, you're paying membership already for the past two years. Like, you're not going. So what's up? So I was like, oh, you know what, whatever. I'm going to daven. It was in the morning. I'm daven chakras. I'm going to call them and I'm going to cancel. And uh, as I finished davening, I went. To, I went. I went. I uh, went to the internet. Crunch. Looked up their number. And as I was about to dial, I said, "Wait a minute." I said to myself, "Hi, you never went there. You never tried it. Why are you canceling it? You know, I hardly had even clothing for gym. Like I had from uh, you know a mall for once upon a time. I even I went with a uh, what's it called again?" Uh, Polo shirt? Polo shirt, yeah. And my woolen sitsis and uh, some sweatpants that I found. And it doesn't that, have I to got, start perfect, you know? Yeah, I got I got dressed. That that uh, Ten minutes later, I was out of the house. I went to the gym. I uh, Since I knew biking, I was like, okay, I got on the bike there. I did like 20 minutes. I felt like a million dollars. I felt the victory. Um and uh, when I walked back into the apartment, my wife was sitting where I'm sitting now, and my door is like over there. And she saw me walk in, and she right away said, "Wow, Kyle, I am so happy for you." Because she saw me glowing, and she saw the my whole every. She knew already that I was sold. I was <laughs> in, and she knew also what that means. And I, I told you before about the mission that I was on for five right. years. I was like, in. so she goes, she walks up to me and she goes, I'm so happy for you. She puts her hand on my, uh, uh, on my cheek and she goes, just three things. Just know Parnassa livelihood is first, the family. And please don't make this apartment into a mini gym. <laughs> so <laughs> you kind of, you, you know, did some of that. Yeah, so one and two, I I did. Of course, there were struggles with that too because you yeah. got a little obsessed. We could talk about that later. And I had to sometimes be, you know, reminded like to to get grounded. Uh, yeah. But the mini gym kind of happened. But as long as I put everything away and it's not in the way, it's all, it's all good. That's awesome. Thanks for so, sharing that. Thanks for yeah. sharing. I think that um, 
you know, like having that struggle, like, you know, falling out and getting back and falling out and finally getting that aha moment. I feel like that's almost important for people to like give themselves that chance. Right. So something that I heard, um, uh, from, I don't remember from where is a lot of times motivation and momentum come after the action, right? So you have to do the action first to get the motivation momentum, because without that feeling that you got from going on that bike, you never would have had that momentum and, and motivation. Yes. Right. So that's like really, um, something that's important for people to realize because people are like waiting for that motivation, waiting for that feeling. But it's not going to, many, many times it's going to come by either a doctor or it's never going to come, right? Even when a doctor tells you, you never really felt that high, that feeling, right? So you'll start and then you'll stop. And it really, like, people really battle with that. Like, you know, never really buying, like, playing full out. We have that same concept when it comes to Torah and mitzvahs, you know? So when I say, oh, I don't feel it, I don't just, the Torah says, first do. You do the mitzvah, do what you need to do, and the feeling and everything else, the motivation and inspiration, all that will come after. You can't sit around waiting for all the time for inspiration. I can't, I can't sit here and tell you I've been uh, Baruch Hashem religious uh, uh, almost all my life, even though I was born religious, but I really became, uh, well, I chose Yiddishkeit for myself when I was 19, 20 years old. I can't tell you that every day that I put on tefillin and I'm davening, it's with a fire and inspiration and stuff. But, uh, uh, but I'm not going to tell you, oh, if I'm not feeling it today, I'm not going to put on tefillin. I'm going to put it on because if I don't put it on today, then, then for sure the fire is going to be extinguished. So you don't always have to have that feeling. And, and working out too. Even when you are in a, in a, on a, uh, on the, on the uh, how do you say, you're, you're being consistent and, and you have a goal and that most days you have to schlep yourself by the collar to get it done. Because you know, if you're going to slack off too much, then you're going to totally derail and, and, and it's going to be a lot of trouble. And then five years down the line, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> with a uh, dad. 20? What is it called? A, da, a dad? Uh, a dad bod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like the, the, I look at pictures now, that was like the, the, the heaviest I was ever in and yeah. all that. And I wasn't, it, I wasn't happy that way. No, oh, for sure. You know? Do you remember when you were going through that five years when you weren't working out? Do you remember um, the feeling of maybe like the lack of maybe energy you had or the lack of just motivation in general or was it really like that? Like maybe I would, I'm curious to know about how you felt during that time um, of not working out, that period where you've always worked out then you took five years off. So... Uh, by the way, in those five years, that's the two two years that I did the the biking. I'm talking about like five, the so it's it's like three years of nothing, and then right. the biking. But the biking was only in the in the spring and summertime, right? And the rest of the year was, I was so my mind was so uh, occupied with whatever I was doing that I didn't really um, focus, uh, you know, of anything. Right. I got up, I was on a mission. Uh, even then. Um, uh, we're talking about like I was saying before about getting obs- obsessed of uh, in fitness. Right. The same thing in this thing. I realized uh, when I started to do what I was doing. Um, I realized after three weeks that I was too into it, 
and I was a fo- like, oh, I, can't. I was telling my wife, oh, take the kids uh, uh, in the side. I need now two, three hours in front of the computer. And I realized right away that if I don't uh, make some priorities and I'm going to lose my family, I'm going to lose everything. So you have to always put family first and make a livelihood, which is connected to family. And then whatever side hustle or whatever you have, that that comes afterwards. Right. You know what I mean? So So you always have to make sure. In terms of those three years doing nothing, being so focused, being so... um, you know, because a lot of men go through this. They go through their, they're very focused on making parnasa, right? For their family, uh, making livelihood, right? They're very focused on, you know, being successful, whatever. And they, they either don't think about their health or they think about it, it comes up, they feel really, I would say, disgusting. But then again, they're so focused on this. They don't know what to turn. They tried so many diets, you know, you've kind of been there in a way, but you also were so deep in that you were maybe one of those, right? You were just so focused on the task at hand. What would, you know, you say, like, do you feel, are you like kind of happy that you went through that stage and, and, you know, you were so focused then and, and all that, or do you kind of wish that you took a step back, had some exercise in your life, had some other things in your life, like, you know, family, things like that. And then, you know, what would you, and if that's what yes. you think, then what would you kind of, you know, go on that and maybe share? Uh, I definitely. Before we hear more from our guests about that, I'd like to share a quick message. If what you're listening to is enjoyable, please give a follow, a share, a review. It'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Now back to the show. Knowing what I know now uh, in fitness that I learned uh, specifically in the last five years, uh, before before I got back into this in 2015, all I knew really was like bro science. Uh, right. We didn't have uh, in 2000. Even when did YouTube uh, start uh, being uh, in 2009? Right, 2010, yeah, and probably YouTube fitness um, information. We uh, we weren't holding computers in our hands exactly. in the palm of our hands. That, that's amazing. So I, I started to learn a lot. We could talk about that uh, a bit later. But yeah. Uh, yeah, in those years, every time I passed by a mirror and I saw what was going on, I, I knew, you know, this is not right. Every time I, I, I was oh, a, a 31, 32 waist almost my whole life, and all of a sudden I was going up to 33, 34, 35. And when 36 was getting tight, that was when I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just gotta stop. You know, and of course, I noticed I was already getting hunched over, especially sitting in front of the computer. Right. Yeah, there was, you know, uh, uh, comparing like my self esteem now to then. I mean, now uh, maybe it's a shkacha pratis. I didn't have what I, this self esteem when I was younger. I could have gotten into a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Listen, no, I mean, you know, you could speak to the whole concept of what health and fitness does for somebody's confidence and self-esteem. I mean, it's tremendous. Um, and that's, 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 that's definitely some, a whole topic that definitely, um, but in terms of like the knowledge and stuff, I know that I've mentioned once about active recovery and I did want to talk to you about like, how was your learning process, um, of, you know, getting to where you are now? Cause I know that, um, you're pretty serious about your, your reps, your sets, your, you know, 
when you're in the gym, getting in your specific workouts, things like that. What was that education um, you know, process? So my, my, my uh, first goal was in the beginning was just like cardio because that's what every beginner thinks. Like they mm -hmm. want to lose weight. It's cardio, cardio, cardio. Yep. So even that I didn't know. So I was like, I'm not getting back into muscle building. I don't need that. I'm just losing my belly. I did it already twice, 25 pounds. This time I'm just going to be consistent in doing that again. And, um, and that's what happened. I, I did go back to the gym and I did do cardio for 20 minutes to 40 minutes to 60 minutes to 120 minutes. Oh and going, I'm going on a, lev a level 11 to 14 non-stop i'm not watching anything by the way i i'll give advice that when you're watching something while doing it it's going to slow you down you can listen listening is different i seen the second you're 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 concentrating on watching something you're you get you're lazy just, you're lazy you're not giving it you just want the time to you're pass. not emotionally invested in the Here, exercise I, was like, I had yeah i had a goal and i and i did it and once i reached that goal and i was able to post eh, the, the way that I wanted, I started to play around with the machines in the gym. Okay, you know, here and there. And uh, I guess because of muscle memory, it has to be that. It didn't take long, even the, the few things that I was doing there. And once the muscle started to show again and I started to feel it, I was like, hey, you know. This is nice. This is nice, you know. And uh, like I, I posted the, uh, about Misha Yeshley Mone Reitzim Asayim, whoever has 100, wants 200. And when, you, when you're moving up, it's not like you don't say, oh, I just, I'll take another 100, like 300. Now you already want 400. And another 200 is not enough. Now you want 800. So I just started to, um, to get back into the, the weightlifting and started to do research now. And like I was going on YouTube, how to do this and how to do that. And I just discovered like so many things that if I would have known when I was uh, in seventh, eighth grade, even when I was 19, 20 years old, I could have been rabbi bodybuilder. <laughs> Maybe that's also a I mean, practice. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, it's not like, you know, you know, many people will look at you and say, you are rabbi bodybuilder now. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people that can look up to your experience, your process. Um, and, you know, what, what you're, what you built your body, what you're, you know, what you're doing. I mean, that's, that's, it's a, it's a really, it's a real inspiration. And, and again, like that comes from, um, you mentoring, I mean, not comes from, but that goes into the fact of you mentoring people. People are looking up, people are getting advice from you. I know you, I don't know much about this, the mentoring that you do, but I would love to know about that. I'm sure others, others will, how, how is that working? What exactly does that look like? So, I'll help whoever, you know, wants it, like uh, I was speaking to you before, and we'll get back into that. Um, I'm not going to chase you. Like a lot of people come, oh, you, you, you probably know how it is. When they right. see you, oh, I, I need to get into shape. What can I do? And you're like, here's my number, you know, and they never call you back. Right. So it's like only when they see you, even family. So, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. It's like, you yeah. know what? They get that like quick guilty feeling when they see you so they're like oh, i gotta do it yeah and but call me back. tomorrow i want it to be serious you have to come after me i'm gonna teach you so yeah. so uh, uh one of the 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 young uh, men i could say many he's already uh, he's 13 he's, he's in my son itchy's class oh, nice. so i see myself in him like in that age 
and I want to give him what I wish I had. You know, so I, I, you know, they come over. He invites friends for Shabbos, and he comes over a lot. I arrange weights for him. Now he's away in camp, but I arranged weights for him uh, before the summer. Uh, he came, Itchy in general brought friends over since the seventh grade. Uh, once in a while, I'd give them a, a rundown. And, and when I gave him, them. so when I gave him the weights, I told him, I'm not giving it to you before I show you things like what to do and even right. more importantly, what not to do. Yeah. Um, as we know, that's, you can learn a lot in the gym and a lot of, uh, most of the things that probably learn in the gym is what not to do. So don't go to the gym and think, oh, I saw this guy doing that and that guy doing this. Oh, that looks cool. Not everything you see is something that you should be doing. Exactly. And they don't even know. They probably saw something cool on Instagram, which is <laughs> totally ridiculous. And now they're uh, trying to copy it. Yeah. So, um, and anybody, anybody that wants, any young man, married guy, call, they, they'll text me or send me a message or call me. I, I, I'll meet them when we had the gym in the gym in the park or anywhere just to even give them a rundown, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, tell them how, how, how I did it, what they could do. Tell them that it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes years and years and years. I, I, I am only now starting to, let's say, look in the mirror and say, Oh, wow. This is like what I, you know, I'm working for. It's finally starting to show, you know, uh, also, because right. I'm working smarter than I ever did. Also, exactly. It's it's definitely you know important to work towards you know your specific needs and and your um, definitely you know I mean it's the same thing in anything in life, right? Work smarter, not harder. And a lot of people have um, challenge with that. Personally, I have a challenge with that in terms of um, when it comes to business, when it comes to certain things, because. I'm used to the, the brew just hustle strength of work and then figuring out the strategies and systems to work smarter, to be able to, um, you know, scale, enjoy more just in general, uh, whether it's fitness, whether it's um, business, it's something that I definitely relate to that. But I wanted to go back to the family life and you putting in the time now, uh, now that you prioritize it, now that. Um, it's important, but you also have a family. How does it work for you to get it all in? Um, because I think a lot of men could listen and say, that's how he does it. Um, or maybe not, but I would love to hear um, like how that so, works. For, for me, my schedule so far has been very convenient. I drive a school bus, so it's in the morning. And then until my next run, I am free. So uh, that's my time. And the kids were in school. And, uh, that was the time. And if I didn't make it in that time, then, you know, if I got uh, permission from the wife and everything, I would go also, but then, then I couldn't give as much time in the gym or I waited until the kids went to sleep. And usually that was already harder. This is actually the situation that we had in the last few months actually helped me with that because my only option was mainly after the kids were in sleep. So, so I got, um, now, hopefully, when we get back into life, I'll have that, that I won't say, oh, it's nine o'clock, it's too late, I can't go to the gym. The gym is open till 11 o'clock for a reason. 
You know, yes. you, so even if you could go there for half an hour. They know, like, they know about those parents who need to put right. the kids to sleep. But uh, I, used to, I used to give an excuse for people that were busier than I. Just say, well, they're busy. But then, right. you know, I, I went to appointments, the doctors, and they're speaking to different lawyers that were exercising. When I would tell them that, they'd go, no, 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 such a thing. Everybody has time. Whether it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I joke around that if you don't take this device to the bathroom once, you already have a workout, right? <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? That's, that's a good like point. All, it is. It's, it's, that's probably like, let's minimum a half an hour. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I mean, that's, that's something that I started actually implementing was keeping the phone out. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a, ch- a game changer, a uh, game yeah. changer for sure. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that might be something that, let's say, you don't struggle with, but to see as much. But then, then again, during this time, you know, you've been still getting it in, right? Been still getting your workouts in whenever it is with the kids on your back with, you know, at night. Um, do you feel like, you know, I want to bring that into the mindset aspect of things because you had a post about, you know, there was this level of stress that you were feeling. Um, it was affecting uh, a workout that you were doing when this specific was balance. Um, and then you kind of spoke to yourself, got your mind right. Um, and work through that, asking yourself a few questions, you know, so what do you, what does the concept of having a strong mindset with your health and fitness and in life in general, how does that, you know, connect to you and help you, um, you know, work on your uh, health and fitness? Uh, not sure I'm understanding what you're tr- what you're trying to say. Yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll try to um, reiterate or maybe get a little clearer. Um, so when you were, um, you know, I saw this, this post, right. You were talking about the, you were, you were trying to do a balance move, um, to warm up for your workout. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Now. Okay. So when you're trying to balance and you have too many things, even in your head and your mind, you're physically, you're not, you're going to get off balance. So I had to clear it out and say, this is what I want to do now. You know, everything else is irrelevant right now. Right now, I want to stand. I need to stand on one foot, and that's what I need to do. So get get rid of all the other junks, the distractions. It's not going to help you get through this. And uh, so that's that's really what it has to be in a, in a lot of areas where, um, it, you know, especially when you have children. I mean, my wife is better when it comes to, God forbid, uh, it's going to happen. A uh, child falls and gets hurt and, and a little bleeding here. And, and you know, I like, like, I guess I got this from my mother. It's like, oh, what, what, what do we do? My wife's like, calm, let's see what happened. Let's, you know, this and that. Uh, and that's what you kind of have to do. You got to reset, you know. This is my mission, my goal right now. I got to get into the work and, and, and uh right. And, uh, you know, I'll give a quick example. Sometimes even let's say I had a stressful time on the bus, right? And I'm now coming home. I can't come into the, I can't open this door and uh, bring that into the house. I have to stand outside the door, take a breather, get rid of that, and then come in and engage the family. Hi, Schneer, I was in there, many, you know, and if it's still, uh, bothering me you know and then i'll tell my wife oh you know what happened today I almost got into an accident and this person gave me attitude or this happened and that happened you know what I mean? but then it's not out of stress it's just uh 
It's a then, calm and just to get it off the chest and, yeah. and move on. No, because I think that, um, you know, bringing back the concept of having so much on your head, right, and people being very busy, right, and so therefore they don't let into their mind the concept of, you know, I need to go take care of myself by working out, by doing movement, by eating, you know, supportive foods, um, and because they're so bottled up in their head. And the concept, concept and, and learning to center yourself. And I don't know if you ever saw uh, one of my posts. I posted about like what my logo actually is. And it's kind of bringing everything centered. Uh, maybe you can look at it after. And being able to bring, that, bring, that, bring yourself centered and calm and, and, and mindful and say, this is what I got to do, right? I think that could help so many people that aren't exercising, that aren't taking care of themselves, be able to because they could say, wait a second. What's important right now? What do I what what what's what do I have to focus on right now? And I know that I have a lot of responsibilities, but in order to do those responsibilities better, like you said, in order to go into that house, I gotta focus, right? So in order to do those responsibilities better, I gotta focus. Whether that means they're gonna go work out, whether that means they're gonna go into their house, whether it means they're gonna start another task, just to bring yourself centered and say, what's going on? I think that could be a huge tool for a lot of people. Um, to integrate into their life, into their being, so they could be more successful and, you know, go after their goals in a more also mindful and calm way. A hundred percent. I try my best to always bring that out in the post to show that I'm a family person and, uh, and, and with all those responsibilities and nonetheless, am, am making this also a priority in right. my life. And, and, and I, ho- I hope that I'm inspiring people. So right. people write to me, oh, that's great that you inspired me. You're getting me moving, getting me thinking. Uh, right. Where could I start? Um, you know, I always tell them to start with the basics, you know. Uh, do you know how to do a push-up? Uh, you know, you have a floor, you could do a push-up. You don't need equipment. Um, I actually like when someone tells me, that they that they have been doing push-ups and even if they show me that they're doing the push-up totally wrong I've, I really love that because now I have I just have to direct them how to do it right like he's already doing it he's doing you know, it that's the getting the first it. getting the first you know foot in that's the hardest part right but someone that you you know I I wanted to get into shape. Did you go walking? Everybody could go walking. There's a street, you know, did you, did you, you know, did you do even bro science? Like <laughs> whatever you think, like, did you start? You got, can't wait till you know the whole Shulchan Aruch until you start <laughs> doing the basic mitzvahs. You got to start with whatever, yes. you know, whatever information and you'll figure it out on the way, yes. you know, and it's the same thing with fitness. You got to start. If you want to do it, you got to start somewhere. Tell me you started and I'll uh, tell me you're in point zero 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 point one, and I'll take you to 10 in, in no time. But if you're zero, it's, it's very tough. That's the tough and, and that's where we get back to the will where it has, you have to really want it. So I was telling you about my son. So my, I, when my son, my eldest son was 10 years old, I said, what type of father am I? I, I, I didn't get him a bike. I didn't teach him how to bike. You know, in America, you got to teach your, your son how to bike, you know, with slow motion. You're in the screen and you finally gets into like, the dream. daddy, daddy, I'm driving. Look, I'm riding my bike. And you're like, yay, right? So 
you know, so I decided I'm going to get him a bike. We got him a bike and uh, I took him uh, to cross the street to the public school. You see, I do the lunches there right. and there's plenty of room there. And I'm trying a day, another day, another. And he's a smart kid. He's uh, a and it's just not going. And, uh, and I, I wouldn't say I gave up. He was like, oh, I'm not taking, we're not going downstairs with the bike anymore. We're not going back. Anyway, a few weeks passed. He comes home from school. Abba, Abba, I need to learn how to ride the bike. My Rebbe said, this was in seventh grade. This was like a year and a half after getting the bike. Uh, uh, my Rebbe said, uh, you know, in a week, we're going to Prospect Park. That's a big park. And we're, all of us, the whole class is riding with, with the bike. Oh, yeah, he has a sense of urgency there. Yeah. So I was like, hey, took him down to the, to the public school there. In 10 minutes, the kid was riding a bike. You know why? Because when I wanted it, it was my thing. It wasn't his. He had no interest. The second he had an interest of his own, there was no stopping. That's what it says. Nothing stands in the face of will. So a person, yeah, a you got to just want it. Have a goal. Have a mission. What do you want? You want to lose You want to lose that belly. You want to be a little stronger. Uh, you know, uh, you want to look. Uh, you you, uh, you asked in a, in a, a in another Facebook page about men having to look good for their wives. Uh, my opinion is um, that if you got married in shape, you know, you owe it to yourself, number one, and to the person you married. That's what they mean. And I'm not going to apply this the other way around because. We're not having babies. <laughs> we're not having babies. We're not having babies. But definitely um, we should support the woman also when if they want, decide they want to take on running or gym and that you make time for them, make it happen. And, and, and Baruch Hashem, you know, I did inspire, I could say I, I did inspire my wife. She never worked out in her life. And several years ago, she decided uh, her friends were running and stuff. You know what? I want to start running. And for her, it was also a process, running a block, coming back half dead, and uh, buying marathons all day, you know, running marathons. Buy me a marathon. Could I buy you some jewelry? No. <laughs> Once you get the high of exercise, of working out of that, of that like, fulfillment, nothing trumps it. Nothing yeah. trumps it. Um, I, so, wanted to, I wanted to – oh, you wanted to add something? No, so I'm talking about the running. My wife was training for the New York uh, Marathon for this year, and it was canceled. So it's like for uh, two years, she's running and all that. Exactly, yeah. People are feeling though, that type of pain all over regarding the Olympics, regarding marathons. It's really tough, really, really tough. I wanted to ask you about your, your, like your, your personal nutrition. Like You go about working out, you lift weights, um, How'd you come about learning about nutrition and what's your nutrition like now? Curious. So my nutrition, obviously when I was younger was again, bro science, uh, junk. Um, I thought uh, when I, that I was supposed to diet, like what what the world thinks diet is. We already have a we know what diet means. It's just a a, a way of eating. It's not going on a specific, uh, don't eat this and eat that and that. So I thought like I, to lose weight and I was working out, like I had to eat less. So, you know, my mother prepared, very, she gets offended when I say this, but I'm like the shortest in my family. 
And we know, we already know now that it's a myth that weightlifting makes you short. If anything, it's if you don't do it right and you hurt yourself or you're using all your, your, your building muscle, but you're not taking in the, the right not nutrition. Fuel. You're going to maybe, so I don't, I don't know. I am not a, a doctor. I'm not a scientist and all that. But right. the fact is my brothers are, are huge, taller, and I'm a little down there. <laughs> so uh, I was supposed to, so I tell this to my mother and I said, I didn't eat enough. And she goes, what do you mean? I, I always repeared you guys. Good something. <laughs> I go, it's true. You did. And we had good supper. But I said, well, instead of taking a half a chicken, I was supposed to eat three chickens. Right. <laughs> what I you was were lifting. Doing. Yeah. And I wasn't. So, so, uh, so that, you know, also when I, when I was doing just the biking and later on, uh, when I said I ate for biking, I, I basically, you know, just ate like salmon and, and, I just limited the amount of, of food. I just made sure I had enough energy to exercise. Uh, and then, but as when I came back and I started to work out and again, watching on YouTube and, and, and reading more and seeing why I started to get already a sense of what is and what isn't. And, and uh, so I do my best. Listen, I'm married with five kids behind our I joke around. I say, I have five kids. My wife has six. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's the secret, by the way. You want to stay young. I'm almost 40. No white hairs. You got to keep that kid inside. Don't yes. let him go. And uh, and she tries to accommodate me uh, as much as possible. But I, I don't make myself overly crazy and and so on and so on. But let's say it's it's Thursday and, and uh, whatever. My wife decides she's going to. And we, we decide we're going to get pizza for the kids, right? They want pizza. Now, if there is leftover chicken or whatever in the fridge, or I'm going to eat that. But if there isn't and there's nothing left, I'm going to have a slice. I'm not going to have three just because we're having pizza. Oh, I'm already going in, so, you know, eat the whole pie. No. And I'll uh, try to make a can of tuna to get into the protein. Or I'll make a shake, you know, but... Uh, Yep, yeah, that's what it's I, about. That's what's really about. Because a lot of people feel like because we're having pizza, you might as well get full off the yeah, pizza. I actually had this conversation with a client, uh, I think it was last Tuesday night. Yeah, last night. Um, and I was explaining to him that this exact concept of you don't have to, like you can have one, right? Just like you understand. Yeah. And then you could supplement with something else. So you know, that's kind of like the smartest way to go about it because we have, like you said, we already know like going on a diet that ends and then, then what, you know, people, you know, yo-yo all the time. So really learning how to navigate eat sustainably, right. And navigate the, the, the foods and have a normal amount, but also um, like today I had some ice cream, a little bit of ice cream, but having the right amount, um, you know, getting your movement in and things like that. There's no reason not to be able to have foods that you love that's one of the things that I'm trying to educate people with um, men with, instead of like going on a diet and then going off it and then going on it and going on, really understanding to learn how to do it sustainably and do something that you could do consistently. And something that I'm starting to talk about more is like thinking decades, thinking what could you do for decades? Because that's what it's about. And um, that's just something that, you know, has been on my mind recently more and more is like people just, aren't understanding fully the concept of the dieting, the eating, 
And that's what people struggle with the most. And because it's so hard for them to get that straight, it seems like getting into exercise becomes like such a burden because they're not eating right. And then it's, you know, then they don't see results and yeah, they think that it's not working for them and they give yeah, up. It's very, it's very, it's very tough. Yeah. yeah. And so I, you got to be realistic. You're, 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 especially when you're a religious from Jew, you're just going to be Shabbos. It's going to be Yontem. It's going to be Chalo. There's going to be a lot of food and a lot of food and more food. And you just have to know. Uh, something that I, I had to, let's, I, I had to even get uh, my wife used to was that, like, I'm full. Like, I'm not going to, you know, oh, take more, take more. It's done. That's it. I'm not going to force myself, you know? And uh, so slowly, you know, they got used to that. And when it's over, it's over. You got to know that it's, yeah. it's done. I mean, the discipline, right, that you just sp- spoken of is very much almost unheard of um, to many people. They, a lot of people just eat until they like almost can't anymore. Or, you know, their full level is way past when they're actually full. Um, and that's like something that people really need to understand is they're allowed to say no, they're allowed to say I'm full. Um, yeah, my brother-in-law actually, um, said to me the other day, your uh, discipline is like too much. Like you're not going to eat more. I said, I, this is exactly what happened. I said, no, I'm, I'm full. I'm good. Um, that concept is not really, you know, in our culture. Right. And that's something that, you know, is important as well. Um, but yeah, I think that um, covered a lot here. I think we got a lot of you know, good information, uh, good insight, a lot of inspiration. And I enjoyed this conversation um, tremendously. Um, I thank you a lot, Kyle, for sharing, sharing you. some of your personal stuff, sharing some of the things that you've learned and some of the things that you've overcome. Um, it's really you know, inspiring for me to you know, hear all this. Um, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure. Anytime. We can do this even without the podcast. Yes. Yeah, ring. Just yeah. ring. <laughs> I get that. I understand. I appreciate it. You know. Thank you so much for listening to the Living Intentionally podcast. Again, if you enjoyed, leave us a follow, give a share to a friend, and as well, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I also have a group on Facebook for Jewish men. It goes by Fit Yid Academy Health and Fitness Community. As well, you can follow me on Instagram at the Fit Yid. On Facebook and LinkedIn, it's Chaim Loeb, C-H-A-I-M-L-O-E-B. I'm looking forward to talking with you, interacting, and getting to know you. Please reach out. I would love to talk to you. Have a great rest of your day.